I'm Paul Levinson, and welcome to Light On, Light Through, episode 311. My review of The Man Who Fell to Earth, episodes 1.5 and 1.6. So let's start with 1.5. It featured an important revelation. But before I tell you what that is, let me say spoilers ahead. Let's get to the revelation. Earth and Anthea have had some kind of commingling in the distant past. Anthians carry with them some element of humanity deep inside and presumably vice versa. This explains why Faraday despite his linguistic and cultural faux pas, is ultimately so simpatico in his understanding of human beings. And it may explain why Justin is so understanding of Faraday, and more than that, as her daughter Molly asked Justin if the Anthean is her boyfriend. Digging deeper, the relationship of the two planets may explain why the Antheans chose to come to Earth for help. They certainly didn't pick our planet randomly, or even just because the Antheans reckoned we had the degree of technology necessary to save them. It now seems that Earth and Anthea are two brethren, or at least two cousin worlds, that go back a long way. With that in mind, Molly's question takes on a more profound light. Could Faraday and Molly's mother have children? How about Newton and whomever? Are any of the characters we're now seeing in the story the result of such interstellar unions? The bad guy in all of this still remains Spencer. He seems to be doing more than just doing his job. So far, he hasn't done any lasting damage that we know of, but he has a lot of venom for the Antheans and their science if they or anyone other than the CIA has any control over it. Again, we know from the first scene, the very first scene of the very first episode, that Faraday will come out on top of all this. I'm sorry we saw that in a way, because if the show has any suspense in the episode that shows us Faraday giving that speech, that would be because something unexpected and likely bad happens to the Anthean right after which I'm hoping doesn't happen. Okay, let's get on to the next episode. I thought episode 1.6 of The Man Who Fell to Earth on Showtime this past Sunday was an unusually beautiful, powerful, and erudite episode in a series in which every episode has had a rich helping of those qualities. Again, spoilers will follow. Let's talk about music of the spheres. The idea since at least the time of Pythagoras in ancient Greece that the mathematically describable motion of the planets also describe a kind of music, if not necessarily hearable, definitely knowable by the soul. 
and this has given rise to all manner of philosophic speculation since then. Now, I'm neither an astronomer nor a mathematician, but the idea has always appealed to me in some fuzzy, consoling way. And it provides the solution to the very problem vexing Faraday and his allies, how to turn those equations into a workable energy generator. And that solution is music, or more precisely, jazz. Now, of course, the essence of jazz, as everyone knows, is improvisation. Josiah turns out to have been a jazz man, literally in this case, by the infusion of Faraday's Athean DNA. Let's rewind a little. Faraday cured Josiah, made him whole by giving Josiah some of Faraday's DNA. Josiah always loved and gravitated to jazz, but with Faraday's DNA, Josiah's music, fed into a computer, is able via Faraday's and Justin's brilliant orchestration to implement Newton's vision. Now, I doubt that's quite what Pythagoras had in mind back then, but his whole theory, after all, is a kind of magnificent science fiction. Meanwhile, this episode was also animated by Faraday's video letter to his Anthean wife, which provided a droll and incisive commentary on human nature and custom. The episode ends with Spencer in maximum threatening mode, and frankly, to be honest with you, given the luminescence of the rest of this narrative, I'm beginning to find Spencer and his threats more of a tedious annoyance than anything. But such is the nature of even cable television these days, and the rest of the man who fell to earth, especially this past Sunday, was so sublime, I'll take Spencer and his irritations. And I hope you enjoyed that review of the last two episodes, the past two episodes of The Man Who Fell to Earth. I will, of course, be back here with my review of the next episode of The Man Who Fell to Earth next week. In addition to that, let's see, I'll be reviewing the next episode of Star Trek Strange New Worlds, the new next episode of the third season of The Orville, and of course the next episode of The Time Traveler's Wife. So lots of good reviews coming up here in the weeks ahead. In the meantime, stay safe, stay sound and continue doing whatever you can to help those brave Ukrainians fight off Putin's fascist hordes invading the country of Ukraine. The Light on Light Through podcast. AD. She ripped the paper in half, then ripped the halves, then ripped what was left again into bits and pieces of history that could have been. 
Sierra Waters had read once that, years ago, it was thought that men made love for the thrill, while women made love for the sense of connection it gave them. Curled up with a good book says, Sierra Waters is sexy as hell. You can find out more about The Plot to Save Socrates by Paul Levinson at theplottosavesocrates.com. about an ancient biotech war raging on in secret for centuries.